What's up, Dodger fans? Your 2016 Dodgers run is over. We're going to look back at the NLCS and look ahead to next year, all on this season's last edition of Dodgers Rap 360. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Appropriate. Oh, sad, sad day. <laughs> this is pretty dire, fellas. Oh, this is sad, sad day. Oh, our hopes for a once promising season gone have died. Done. Mm. In rather unceremonious <laughs> fashion, too. Yes, it, despite they, this music, much. They died with a whimper. They did not go out fighting. Mm. Were they there? I'm I, still. I'm still waiting for the Dodgers to have left Los Angeles. I, I I'm pretty know. sure they didn't. <laughs> they went in Chicago. It is a sad day. Well, Dodger fans, thanks for joining us. Anyways, here on our season's last edition of Dodgers Rap 360, I'm Mike Conley. Who else we got in the house, gang? Let them know who you are and where they can find you. Hunter Marks. You can uh, tweet me on Twitter. Hunter underscore Marks. Tweet me. And I am Josh Gershon. You can tweet me at Twitter on at Gersh13. So welcome, gang. I'm still uh, social media struggling, uh, but uh, you can text those guys. No problem. Uh, tweet those guys. Uh, this is our weekly relevant discussion of all things Dodgers, so feel free to join the discussion by either tweeting these guys or hit us up on YouTube in our chat room as we're going. And uh, let us know what you're thinking. If you're uh, as downtrodden as this room, or if you see some <laughs> hope in a, a hopeful season, you know. I mean, it was a good season overall, yeah, right? You know, even though this is definitely like a melancholy mood, and the season's over, and the Dodgers have packed their bags, overall, this team has achieved. If you look at where they were at the All Star break and how they just really rose and became kind of this team that just grinded it out in the second half, took the NOS title for a fourth straight time. And, you know, unfortunately lost in an unceremoniously, unceremoniously way against Chicago Clubs. But congratulations to them. And hopefully they will see their World Series title uh, drought end. Look at old Hunter taking the high road. Yeah, Josh, I think he has to. The I think road, to. No, well, oh. the only good thing is someone's long streak will be broken in the World Series. That's yes. true. <laughs> That's true. Yes. That's true. Know, my, my hope is I have really nothing against the Cubs except for the couple fans I sat with. <laughs> <laughs> Two games in a row were the most obnoxious. That can Cubs, do it. The most obnoxious yeah. Cubs fans I've ever been around. Wow! And was there any beer thrown or no? This there was a guy who after Food? every single pitch for either team, <laughs> oh that's strike, oh that's ball, <laughs> like every single pitch. Wow! And it got to the point where luckily I was with a very big friend of mine, about two hundred and sixty <laughs> pounds. Finally turned around and said, "Can you just stop? Like it's one pitch, like just." I, and then I had to say, finally, I said, you know, you're surprisingly arrogant for a guy whose team hasn't won anything in oh, 108 years. Oh, gosh, you went there. <laughs> Boom. Well, you know, hubris, Nothing com- you can say to that. hubris <laughs> comes before the fall, and I feel like the Cubs are getting a little... It has been 108 years. No, but yeah. the, the attitude of even Joe Madden... Oh, yeah, he's got to be taken down a peg. Yeah, you know, his attitude has been... <laughs> no, did you not hear his remarks before <laughs> the game, you know, before game six? He kind of was like, oh, we're ready to celebrate. We're ready to, to win. You know, it was kind of like, yeah, I feel like 
Francona has his team, I think, a little more... Even killed. Even killed, kind of looking, you know, more business-oriented. But well, the you, the Cubs are much better on paper, though. I mean, they are a much better team. You got to <laughs> think too. The uh, job of a manager's got to be a lot easier when nobody thinks you can win, yeah. as opposed to when everybody expects you to. Oh, you I, I, I agree. And yeah. the Cubs really came had those like high Dave expectations. Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> like Dave Roberts this year, well, first year. Yeah, I mean, expectations were low for the first year. We didn't yeah, know what to expect. Exactly. Yeah. So. And I mean, I thought he did. Everything you could expect of them was more and more, you know? It just seemed like the Dodgers were a team whose recipe for winning this year was, okay, well, if it's not Kershaw, we'll try and get five out of the starter and then hand it over to our bullpen. And you knew that recipe, it was like sooner or later that 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 recipe was going to end. You weren't going to be able to do it. And it was able to get them past the the Nationals in the division series, but it seems like midnight well, struck. That's that's just it. You know his he had some like awkward I would say awkward managerial decisions that actually worked out against the Washington Nationals. And we tried to do that like experimenting with the lineup and trying some pitchers in and out against the Cubs, you know, he he lost that battle more times than not. Yeah, Nets. and I, I think the tinkering with the lineup was really the killer for me. Yeah. I think it finally caught up with him this lefty-righty matchup kind of stuff. Only because he got way too caught up in that. Yeah, couldn't be, agree more. Because like, like when Ruiz started against Lester, I thought, oh, at first I thought, oh, maybe he's got some. You know, he's hit Lester well in the past or this that. He was over eighteen going yeah, into that game. He was. So that was not a move to really. That that was just a move. He's a right-handed bat. That was really all that move was, and it. I feel like yeah, but when you look at Grandal's numbers versus lefties and Ruiz's, not, you know that oh, yeah, I named Lester, yeah. he well, hit like fifty points better. Than let's let's talk about yeah. Grandal and the twenty men he left on base this postseason. <sighs> he was horrific. He's not alone. As no, much he, as blame he, is to be pointed at, really at everybody, he's not alone. No, on that. Seager had some huge outs in spots he should not have. The bases loaded against. Uh, oh yeah, uh, was- uh, Lackey. That strikeout was killer. Yeah. You know, I mean, Turner managed to knock in the two runs off of an error, really. I know they gave him a hit, but, you know, that was killer. We, the trouble was is we did not have good at-bats. We didn't have good approach. Are we talking about, like, for the full series? Or? For the full series. Yeah, the, yes. The, the approach the hitters took was not good for anybody. Yeah. Especially that last game. Especially that last well, game. Well, I think they you... – I honestly think they gave up. I'm not, I'm not kidding. I was really there an approach? They, yeah, I don't think, I don't think it was. <laughs> well, you know, that's, that's that's the thing. You saw Kershaw, and it's easy, like I said, to point fingers, especially for this last game, to point fingers and look at the pitching. But the fact of the matter is that this was a collective loss, from the manager all the way down to the players. Like, nobody showed up. Nobody was hitting. And I actually do support the lineup change of, of Hendricks, four tolls in left field. Obviously, tolls made that costlier in the first inning. But at the same time, like, tolls has been hitting the ball. Off the bench, he's been getting on base. And, and, I, he, and he's been hit, he was hitting lefties okay. Yeah. Even when, you know that's what that's where I got tired of the tinkering. Was yeah. it, well, at some point Reddick was just making better contact than Puig. He probably just should have been in the lineup. Right. Tolls making better contact than Kendrick should have just been in the lineup. You know I don't Utley was kind of useless in this series altogether. He was Kendrick should have been at second. Yeah. Kike should have been on the roster. Yeah, don't get started. Tolls should have been on yeah. left. Mm-hmm. I mean it's like. Why Kike was in the roster and, and leading off yeah, versus I, the left hander? It's in, like Tolls should have been in there right away mm-hmm. off of Lester because your your whole deal is hey we can't hit lefties so what are you going to do? You have to take advantage of the yips this guy yeah. has. So you have all your fast guys. I would even like to see uh, an Austin Bonds who was on the roster for the ALDS mm-hmm. who's got a little bit of quicks for a catcher catch 
you know, start catching that game versus Leicester. He could probably put down a bunt. You know, he plays a little second base. Yeah. And make that guy feel that everybody should have been bunted. I, I couldn't agree more. When you I know? saw Kike Hernandez leading off, I honestly was like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, I mean. Like, I really was. I had, Carlos Ruiz was batting cleanup. I actually messaged a buddy of mine during the game. I'm like, you know, I'm sitting here at the game, and I already saw him hit once, and I still can't believe he's hitting cleanup. <laughs> like, I, I, like, I already saw him do it, and I still can't believe it. Oh. You know, the fact of the matter remains, the Dodgers had a chance to win this series, especially when they came home for the homestand. They split on the road. They came home for three games, won the first game 6 nothing, and then the wheels just fell off. The and, wheels just fell And to fell me, off. the turning point was, I'm sorry, Gonzalez was safe on that play at home. He was safe, and that was, that was a huge, that, horrible call. And, well, <laughs> that, now, turned, that turned everything. It did turn everything. Now, I, the Cubs still may have won. Because they are a really good team. They can hit. They can hit. They pitch extremely yeah. well. However, Urias pitches differently with a lead. So that ch- it ch- Urias, he takes more chances with his curve if he has a lead. He's not just going to try to throw the gas like he did when he wound up getting giving up those runs. Yeah, and all in all, I didn't think he pitched that badly. I don't know? think he did either. It was kind of like... Um, no one hit the ball hard. It was a lot hard. of catch-up. He got, he got down early, and that was yeah. the thing. So like, you know, we weren't catching up to that. Yeah. Well, it was like a bunt, a yeah. bloop. And then there was that single to left that Tolls should have gassed that guy at the plate. I would have thrown that guy out at the plate. And he threw it halfway Yeah, he threw line. it halfway down the line. That it was, was awful. That was, was like, a- I've been dying for you, man, to get in there. And this is what you do to me? Well, they made over the course of those last three games, in a span of 19 innings, in over the spread over those three games, they made six errors. Yeah. That's four errors on the final game. Like one game yeah, was absolutely like, insane. It's ridiculous. They got outscored 23-6 to six in those last three yeah. games. You can't win ball games that way. That's just that's just not fathomable baseball. That was kind of Achilles' heel of the um, of the Dodgers all season, though, uh, is not hitting with runners in scoring position. Yeah, and it know? just it came back to bite them finally. That Big was time. that was it. You can't have Justin Turner be your only guy who can actually get runs in. You need the trouble is, and this is my issue. We'll talk about it a little bit later with roster construction. You you I feel like you do need that one star. Like a legit now, Seager may turn. That's where we that think guy. Seager will be. Yeah, but right. But you do need that guy who, like, like Chris Bryant. I'm afraid to pitch to this guy in any situation. Do we think Jock can get there though? Because I mean, that's he's there from a, from a defensive standpoint. He could he top five center fielder in the Major League Baseball from a defensive standpoint. He's just he got, gets on base. He's he strikes so out. He strikes out a lot. He's he got does. a big strike. But isn't that kind of the hope now? Next year will be his third season, fourth season in the majors, and to make that leap because now it's that kind of that moment after a couple of years playing every day. He got he where got they do a, make that. He leap. got a lot better this year. He did. Yeah, and he had a huge home run. Yeah, I think he still has so many holes in his swing though. He really needs to fix his swing. That's the issue, and he needs to know he needs to go to left more. He did that in Washington. He hit that nice home run yeah. too. Yeah, he hit that. Also, that double single down the line. Yeah, that was only his second Odyssey <laughs> field home run of the year. But, but we'd like to see him because Seager does kind of spread the ball around. You can't really shift Seager because he does go all all directions. So it wouldn't. It would be nice to see him be a little more like that. Yeah. But he still has a lot of holes in his swing. You know, he still comes off that back foot funny. He doesn't lift his leg sometimes on that front. You know, the front end of that swing. It's. Mm. Turner Ward really needs to sit and work with him all spring training. Yeah, I, I think maybe he could have, um, you know, 
benefited from maybe not getting brought up when he did. You know, I, two I actually years agree ago. with that, yeah. He could have stayed down there, and if they could have just got by one more season <laughs> without him, but they had so many holes in that outfield with, like, all the injuries and yeah. stuff. That yeah, they, I, I they actually I do agree with that. I think he got brought up too early. Yeah. You know, that was that's a major factor. Seager they brought along better. I think Urias they're bringing along, and De Leon I think they're bringing along at a yeah. good pace. Now we just have to hope that Urias pays off. There's yeah. a power hitting first baseman right now, and his name is escaping me at the moment, which would help in the minor leagues. Uh, right Bellinger, now. Cody Thank Bellinger, you, Bellinger yeah. who they're, you know, he's clicking on the heels of Adrian Gonzalez soon because Adrian Gonzalez had a huge disappearing actor in the playoffs as well. And you know, those those teams, the older he gets, the more he pulls the ball, they're going to continue pulling that shift on him. And it would be, and I think because he'll be at that time like 35. I think he has one more year on his deal, I believe. So next year he signed through 2017. I can't see them bringing him back. Yeah, I mean he uh, he only uh, hit a buck ninety five in the playoffs. So, yeah, I mean uh, it's good because if you throw a ball in the dirt, there's nobody you want over there besides Adrian Gonzalez. You yeah, know, to well, pick it a, up. that great. might be saving him, right? If yeah. he's on the roster next year, his defensive prowess and just veteran leadership might actually be saving him that position at first but, base. No, but again, it's only been holding until Cody Bellinger comes yeah. up. But, but he, he's on the contract through twenty eighteen. To twenty eighteen, yeah, through twenty eighteen, yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, and that's a bit some big coin, you know. But we that have some, stuff to unload. We have some major bullpen problems right now that just clearly got exposed with the Pedro Baez and Ross Stripling. Yes, can who, we talk about Pedro Baez? Combined, well, we wouldn't be a show if we didn't. Like, why? Why is he major league? Just kidding. No, no, but why? Why keep relying on him when it is now shown he cannot be relied on in the playoffs at all? With a lead, without a lead. Yeah, so why why do we keep why do we keep going? Matt Mattingly went to him, Roberts went to him. Why? I'll tell you why. Is he throws a ninety six mile per hour fastball that people see it as a big hot air balloon. <laughs> That's where they look at it when he throws it. He throws it hard, he throws it for strikes, and every time you see the guys glare and smile a little bit at the hitting. <laughs> so that's what, and you hope it's got no movement. Yeah. You know, it's got no movement. It's just coming across straight, you know, and is apples and oranges comparing with, with Kyle Hendricks, but that guy has movement on every single pitch he has. You know, yeah, he's throwing 89, 90 if he's lucky, but it's going, it's going, in, it's going out. He's, he's like Rich Hill, mm. Hendricks a little bit, the straight, way his ball moves. Straight yeah. out of the OC, too. We couldn't yeah. keep him in our own backyard. Oh, too bad, too bad. Um, yeah, I mean, oh, it just seemed, it was fine. The Dodgers' bats, like, not showing up weren't that glaring when you had Kershaw throwing shutout stuff, and then uh, in Game 3, Rich Hill continuing that yeah. shutout. <laughs> and it's like, because the, the Cubs' bats were quiet as well, you know. But then it got into that Game 4, and you got, after their first at-bat, I believe, Rizzo and Russell combined, combined 3 for 53 yeah. in the playoffs, which is an 057 average, you know. And then they go deep. And you know yeah. what's frustrating about Russell getting hot? More than Rizzo's a legitimately good player. I'm not sold on Addison Russell's Russell. Not bad. Not bad. No, but Russell can only hit fastballs. They should he should not be throwing strikes. Right. Like, just should not be throwing a strike. Especially which is shocking that he had so many RBIs because he I think he hit eighth a lot, right? Yeah, he did. In front yeah. of the pitcher. So it's like, why is he seeing But that, that's my issue with Russell is any and in the good comes fans that we had one game, uh on my right behind it where I sit behind me. We had the obnoxious fans on the right, and we actually had le- like where legitimate. Where do you sit? I have now. I need to know where you are in Dodger Stadium. I was in Lodge where I know not to sit. Lowe's one twenty-two. <laughs> okay, but uh, on my left, I was talking with these guys. They were Cubs fans, but they were they were the more Cubs fans. I mean, I went to a game in Wrigley when I was 
at Purdue, you know, they were the more fans I'm used to. And well, I'm starting to believe that the obnoxious fans are the bandwagon fans, not the actual Cubs fans. Oh, yeah. I agree with so, you. So, um, but we were talking, and he, he said the same thing. He's like, why would you throw it when Blanton, again, that slider right oh. across the middle of the plate? Oh, like he, he said, Ahead in the count, too. Yeah. And, 01, I believe. Yeah. The Russell one? Yeah. yeah. And he said the same thing. He's like, why would you ever throw him a strike? Like, he, he said that as a Cubs fan. He's like, why would you throw Russell a strike? Yeah. He's... The only reason he saw so many pitches was because he hit eighth in the lineup, you know. So I think I think everybody was uh, was hitting, especially those last three games. And Saturday night, you just saw Kershaw grind it out every inning. All of a sudden, you're past the first, second inning, second inning. He had like almost sixty something pitches through three innings, and you just look at it. And by its own point, second inning had like an eleven pitch foul. Like at that, just fouling it off, fouling it off. I was like. And he's like, they're just going at him. And then, or they start off the inning lining it for a double. And like, you could just tell he had no command. And what he was throwing was a fat first pitch fastball every single time. And his, every time. His curveball, one strike in game six. Yeah. He only threw it for one strike. He's just better on short rest. And yeah. That, that uh, is just a fact now. His, it is not speculation. The numbers prove it. He is better on three days rest than he is on four days. And over eight DRA with normal rest. Well, did he have five days rest this time? So was it an extra day rest for the game six? It was, it was five, right? Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, but, but no, with five days rest. Three, three four, days, right? yeah. he's fine. With he's, five days rest and over ADRA. And I think we have to come to the realization, I think this is who Kershaw is. Right. Too yeah, early I, to say that. It's I, way I, too early to say well, that. Well, there's it's a pretty big years old. I wanted to ask that. Because, I mean, is it just a simple case of, you know, Kershaw, you know this guy's going to be around the plate. He doesn't walk anybody. During the regular season, do they try and just work the count? And then where you sit and seeing them so much in a concentrated amount of time, do people just say, okay, I'm, I'm going to hit this guy's first couple pitches because those are the only strikes I'm going to see? I think that's what you have to yourself, tell yourself as, an, as a batting against him to be aggressive on those first couple of pitches. But this isn't who he is, guys. This is a three-time Cy Young winner we're talking about. And a former MVP season removed, he's he's. Choking in the playoffs, but no, he's 28, 29 years old. This is not who he is. He's got a long career ahead of him to turn this around. You know what shuts critics up? Winning. All he needs to do is win one. Do you think, because uh, I mean, he had some some upturns in this playoff yeah, he series. Yeah, he, what, yeah, do yeah. you think he's improved his reputation as a playoff pitcher? In well, this one didn't help. This last game didn't the, help. The, the trouble, last game didn't. But. The, the trouble is, and, and I've said it numerous times, when he comes in jacked up, that's a bad thing. Because all he does is try to overpower you. He doesn't trust his slider. He, and he doesn't is the trust man his man of routine. Ball. During the regular season, he is the man of routine. He like he knows where he is at every second of the clock leading up to game time. He very much sticks to that. So there, there a lot a lot of starters are like that. They're yeah, creatures I have. Absolutely. You know? I just think that I think we've seen enough of a sample size where come playoffs, this is kind of who he is. I don't think so yet. I, I the the book it's been it's been written and being written, but no, he's got he's got at least six or seven good years of baseball left him. A lot can happen in that time. A lot. But who is he? Is he the guy that threw uh, you know, he's the Peyton Manning of baseball. <laughs> everyone loves making this comparison. Wow, everyone loves making this comparison, and it's always true until you until you win one. I mean, Peyton won his Peyton's first. Peyton's got two rings. Peyton won his first How ring thir- at thirty one years old. Clayton's got yeah, a little weight. He's got three years ago to that. How many MVPs did he win before he won the first championship? Three, Peyton, yeah. I believe. Yeah. yeah. Kershaw's won three Cy Youngs, still hasn't gotten that championship he's the most, yet. Payton's the most apt comparison, but he's not there yet. We'll, let's talk when he's 31-32 and like if he's even reached the World Series. And we'll talk about that. But 
Until 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 that's happened, I'm not quite ready to throw that crown on him just yet. I have been the biggest Kershaw fan and defender, and I couldn't defend Game Six. I just couldn't. There was, and I said it was a collective loss. But I said right before the game, I told my wife, I said he's he's going to come in too jacked. He's going to just start throwing his his fastball. He's not going to rely on any of the other pitches. He's going to try to overpower everybody. And they're gonna hit him. And I you said that see, right before. He was kind of he was spent, man. When he get, gave up that Rizzo homa mm-hmm. and like collapsed on the, it's like uh, I don't want to say this, but I, I want to say Kershaw be a little bit more like you know Baumgartner, you know where he's rather stoic, yeah. as opposed to wearing his emotions on his sleeve. I think that's what Nace is about. When the going gets tough, you don't show what's affecting you. You know, and it, he wears uh, a lot of emotion on him, and he like does. he does, and that that could be an, an issue of his. But right now, it's just like he needs to go on a long vacation with his wife and family this, this summer, and just like go to the Bahamas, find some water. Some I think he likes to go back home to his hometown in Dallas, Texas, find some peace and serenity. But figure some shit out. Seriously, figure some shit out. You just got paid, and you know this is now year two where you've choked in the playoffs. Back to back, but like on an elimination game, or is it year three? Excuse me, but you know that we saw this with the Cardinals. We're seeing this with the Cubs, and I'm not ready to only point on Clayton as losing the series. Like I said, this was a collective oh, no, it was effort. A collective loss. Going back no. to the homestand, when you can pinpoint when they got outscored twenty three to six, they batted two ten in the series. You're not going to win ball games like that. But at the end of the day, there's a lot to look forward to next season. Guys coming back. Hopefully, guys will be leaving the roster. Baez. Can we get rid of Baez? I mean, no, seriously. I'm like not even joking. Can we just? I might be ready to give up on Kike. See what we can get for him. There's still potential in it. Still potential. Someone's no, gonna I, want I it. I think I think Kike's through. I don't think he's through. Someone's gonna want that. He's what? 24 years old. 23, 24. What, years what old? exactly are they wanting? Yeah. <laughs> oh, a guy he can, can play. play multiple, he can play multiple positions. Multiple positions. None of them averagely. Well. Yeah, none of them well. <laughs> none of them well. <laughs> I was shocked in, in a switch this week where they had Kendrick and Kike in the game. I think they put Kiki in maybe for Utley or something, and they had Kike stay at second and left and left Kendrick and left. Yeah, that was bizarre. Very bizarre. And then like it's it's sw- switched over because I think Tolls then came in for Kike. And, who's and so advi- who's advising Dave Roberts in the, in the dugout? I want to know this. <laughs> I mean, because I think Roberts did a pretty good job. You know, I mean, it's just like you, you need the players to do it. I mean, I, that bullpen was its performance. Atrocious. Its performance all year. Was better than I ever thought they were. Oh, Until yeah, the playoffs. You know, so it was just only a. And so then you got into a situation where, okay, this is our strength. This is what we have going in. And it's like when everybody else is able to kind of elevate their game. I mean, I just thought that the Dodgers' bullpen was already as elevated as they could be. Well, Jansen know? did. Jansen, Jansen elevated his game. Jansen was great. And so now, like. Where there is kind of this, you see Tito Francona and the way, uh, you know, Doc kind of, you know, way Tito used Andrew Miller. Yeah. And so is there going to be this change around that we've talked about a lot of, like, using his closes in those precious situations? Certainly not? not going three inning saves no. and going back to the days of Goose Gossage, but maybe they do pitch the seventh and pitch the eighth. Uh, but the, I think you can only get away with it if you're like the, the Indians who have Andrew Miller and Allen. Allen's a pretty good pitcher in his own right too. They're actual closers. Yes, true. I think true. I think this. I think the idea when they wanted Chapman, who by the way I think is way overrated, but that's beside the point. Uh, <laughs> we uh, seem to hit him. There's 103 yeah, miles we, per we hour. Actually, we, we actually kind we, of we crushed Chapman. We got to him quite a bit, quite a few games. <laughs> so and lefties crushed him in that game. I mean, the game was over already, but the lefties were knocking Chapman around in that game. Uh, is it game five? They were really kind of belting him around there. Yeah, and. 
I think the idea was if you get Chapman and Jansen, you bring one of them in in that situation, and the other one closes it out. Well, I think I, that's I think that's going to be the blueprint because Francona's doing it very well. Because Andrew Miller was the guy I talked about on this show that I was I would have given up a lot to get him mm-hmm. as a Dodger. Who wouldn't? Yeah, I mean, you, you know, had him uh, in the Boston Red Sox, and he was yeah. fine. He's, he's proven to be an elite pitcher in this yeah. league. <laughs> and if you need three or two outs or one out, why not bring your closer in the seventh inning? I'm for that. Especially, you got to go to your, the guy with the bat who can get the outs. You got to always go with that arm, and you especially gotta, in pressure situations. You got to go with the guy who gets a lot of swings and misses. Yeah. That's the key. Uh, and that is exactly Miller to a T. Yeah. And I'm wondering because, of, and you know, Kenley to a lesser extent, but, I mean, he was great. Even in uh, game six the other night, three scoreless, yeah. you know? No, Ken- Kenley stepped his game up. Like, he was one of the few that did rise to the occasion. I it's, think. it's just this this front office way is is baffling to me. We discussed a little bit today. Where in one sense you have the Moneyball executives, and then you have the big budget, all the spending money owners, and those two those are two very different philosophies. And I'm not so sure that this this team was constructed the right way where they can, can clash like that. And that, that, we saw them kind of melt melt apart in that, the playoffs because yeah, of that. And that was that was a little bit of my issue. You know, you have a bunch of guys who let's remove Seager for a second because he was a rookie. Everyone, all the veterans on the roster were guys who hit between 250 and 280 at the most, who have a decent on base percentage. You know that, who's you know <laughs> read this great article in the late times about uh, who really had his handprint all over this roster. Who? Ned Coletti. Oh yeah, Ned Coletti. And, but the, <laughs> of course, you see him in the stands <laughs> in Chicago because he used to be for the he used to be the front office there. He's kind of smiling as the Cubs are like you know about to cruise the World Series. But but I think but Billy Bean has famously said that that doesn't work in the playoffs. He himself has said... Well, Guy has never won a World Series? <laughs> no, because he said the, the construction of the roster where you rely strictly on, on, base, on base percentage works for the season. Over the course of 162 games, you're going to win 85 games no matter what because of this. It doesn't work in a short series with playoffs. That's where you need guys who can actually step up and... Power, drive in runs, yeah, like step take, up in big pressure situations. Take good at bats. That's my issue. Just take better... The Dodgers look like... There was a... I a lot of first first yeah. ball pitch swings, ground remember, out, fly out. I can't remember. I mean, Adrian Gonzalez. I don't know how many ground outs he had in this series, all or in the playoffs altogether. But I remember watching Kendrick in. I can't remember. I think it was had to be when we let Lester was game four, right? Was Lester game four? Yep. Yeah, Lester was game four. Yes, eight to four. Kendrick yeah. looked like he had zero approach when facing Lester. Now this is a guy. No, who's, Lester was game five. Right? Was game five. Was yeah, game yeah. five? Yeah. Okay. He looked like he had no idea how to approach Lester, and he's faced Lester. Many times. You know, with the win red Weren't they Red's former on. teammates as well? <laughs> so I was just sitting there and I'm like, how you, you could watch it as a fan and I'm I don't I'm not I can't get into all the numbers the way the sabermetrics people do, but I was watching it going, he I could sell right away he has no approach how to hit him. How do you not have an approach? You're talking about who are you Howie to, Kendrick. Oh, Kendrick. Yeah. I don't know how he honestly looked like oh, he right, had, Adrian, excuse me. He had no approach at the plate. And I was saying, how can a veteran like him who's faced John Lester have no approach? And I think that was the issue with the Dodgers in general. A lot of these hitters did not have an approach. And when you watch, even though the Cubs weren't hitting for a while, you could tell that they did have an approach. Well, you could. All, I, I think a lot has to be said for the Cubs pitching because they, they were electric, and every one of their pitchers was hitting their marks. They were locating. Yeah, you know, we we stole we stole uh, Tuesday night one six zero. That was our best thing. But for the most part. They weren't overthrowing the ball. They weren't walking guys. They were hitting strikes. They were pitching low. Like they were really kind of hitting their spots. Unlike the Dodgers, where Kershaw couldn't throw a strike for him for like <laughs> for mo- good part of the series. So, and as the old saying goes, pitching wins in yep. the playoffs, mm-hmm. and like specifically starting pitching. So 
maybe they kind of rolled the dice a little bit this year. The Dodgers with uh, letting Grinky get out of town, and then, well, they made an attempt to get him back, but <laughs> then having Kershaw and just try and fill in with a bunch of like seedless depth, and it got him to another division series. Yeah, had a boy, but in the playoffs you need more. Uh, to your point, the Cubs. They did have the starting pitching, and uh, we were only uh, the Dodgers were only able to scrap, scratch five earned runs across in thirty-seven innings versus the Cubs starters. And that's terrible, terrible. Yeah, it's awful, terrible. You know, you know, oh man. But what can that lineup hit? And like you, you, we're seeing a future star in, in Baez here who can just you can just rake it. It was really his coming out party, yeah, and yeah. he's really impressive in uh, defensively. You know, and then like. The other night, you know, after Kendricks was so brilliant, then they just bring in Contreras, uh, excuse me, not Contreras, Chapman, and he <laughs> he like he gets a double play to end the eighth and a double play to end the ninth, and it was just like lickety split, it's over, you know. Yeah, and and that game went so fast too. Game six, there was no fight. No, like, I can at least appreciate if like. You know, they're working counts and, like, being aggressive on, like, slow-hit balls and stuff. But there was just there was no punch. There was no fight. There was no sense of urgency. And that's what it comes down to. Guys, this was an elimination game. Which is, a, I think, a managerial. With the quote-unquote, that's what I was getting my point earlier. Quote-unquote, best pitcher on the planet, who I still think he is. There was no other person I would rather have the ball in that situation. And, you know, yes, the pitching wasn't there, but neither was the offense. Neither was the base running. Neither was the coaching. I Like I said, they didn't leave Los Angeles, as far as I'm concerned. No, <laughs> and, and they made a lot of base running. I mean, when, when Reddick got picked off, oh, what was, yeah. I mean, oh. Turner got picked off in a game. Really bad pickoffs. They just... They seem to just not be able. They just like they hurt themselves as much as the Cubs helped themselves. Yeah. And then Kike, he was in there, he leading off. He got the walk. He's got a lead halfway to second base. He doesn't take the base. No. And I, then he's on second. He doesn't take third. It's like what is he in there for? You know, it's ridiculous. Tolls. Well, put him in. He would have ran. Peterson ran. Against Peterson ran. Turner stole a base. Yeah. So <laughs> you have Kike Hernandez. So he's leading off, and you don't have him steal. I. My dad was screaming. Through that whole time, why isn't he taking second? Yeah. Like it just made no sense. And to me, that's that was managerial. He, I feel like Roberts just made some for everything he did during the season with the pressure on. He made a lot of boneheaded moves. I mean, how he's can just you a really put manager. that? that it, was he is a manager, it was his first year. It was his first year. He's learning the ropes as far as like running a team, managing the team. He he, he made a lot of bonehead decisions that actually somehow worked against the Washington Nationals. He tried to do the same thing against the Cubs, and, you know, got outplayed. Well, I mean, I, I, I thought he made some good calls in the National Series, but and even kind of, like, was making good calls. The players didn't deliver, you know? And then he's kind of, like, grasping his straws because nobody's hitting. But, I mean, it's not a case where he's not giving the signs to these guys. You've got to think, going into the game plan, it's like, this guy doesn't throw to first. Yeah. He's thrown there three times to first in the past year and a half. He doesn't want to do it. He's got the yips. So it isn't going to be anything where as a sign. It's going to be like, you have the green light. 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 And he points to everybody outside of Adrian Gonzalez. And then he goes, you might have the green light. So take it, you know, keep an eye on it. All right? He even had huge leads. He could have stole something off. But... Oh man, you got to make that guy feel uncomfortable, and they never did. No, they did. And conversely, the Cubs made our guys feel uncomfortable. No, you're only going to stop that lineup for so long. 
You, like if, if, if the Chicago Cubs score three, four runs off of you, consider that a good night for the Dodger pitching staff, or for any pitching staff. That offense is very, very good. The fact that we were able to shut them out like we did speaks volumes. But you got to carry that momentum over. Yeah. You have to carry. You have to, you have to find some way to excite yourself and get up for the series. And that was the problem. They were not up for the series. No, they, they after that game three, they just fell apart. And, it was, and I thought not getting the call when Gonzalez didn't get the call in game four. And you lost the game. Okay, I thought they were going to come back with fire yeah, in that too. game five. I thought, oh, they're going to be pissed that they didn't get that call. Gonzalez is going to come in, determine again, whimper. Yeah. Just went out with a whimper. You know, it was. It seemed like almost this, like this team that you know had rallied around each other when Kirsch went down in the season. Um, that showed they could win without Kershaw, and we don't have to depend on Kershaw. Was all of a sudden depending on Kershaw, yeah, in the in this series and in, in really in the last series too. And this is what happens when you depend on Kershaw too much. Mm. So, do you think we're going to see uh, Ross Stripling in the Dodger uniform next year? Because I do not want to see that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> or Pedro Baez. I think when you look at Ross Stripling his year on the whole, there's something there. I actually, I wouldn't mind seeing Alex Wood. Either come out of the bullpen as just use him, yeah, just use, just him. use him. Put I, him there. This is starting pitcher pedigree. Well, what do you think about? Is there are the, they going to go out and get like a bona fide number two? Because I mean, it seemed like Kenta kind of ran down, and is is that going to be bringing Rich Hill back? What is that going to cost? Th- and you know, or I think a lot depends. And I know you guys might laugh at me here. We still don't know the situation for you. I know you think he's done. I know you think he's his arm that arm is shot. But you know he's resumed. Right, he's resumed. He's resumed baseball activities. I think I hear people laugh. <laughs> he's resumed baseball activities. So you know you don't like he's still young. We don't know what we had come. I think a lot depends on the roster spot how he does. How he we does need to talk about next, summer league. Uh, Anderson's done right. He only had that one year deal, I believe. Yeah, that so, qualifying yeah. offer, which is just like stealing money. Yeah, so he's off. McCarthy's done too, right? McCarthy's done. He'll be done. I believe that was his last. Was that his last year? I mean, I think it might have been. Let's let's hope so. Yeah, Rich Hill's a free agent. So right now, your starting rotation is. Uh, oh no, McCarthy's okay. So you got on Ma- the hook. Okay, right now you have Kenta Maeda, Julio Urias, Clayton Kershaw. Potentially Jose De Leon. Yeah, potentially. I mean, Alex Casimir. Can't Casimir still signed? Yeah. And I mean, I let's let's not talk terrible, about, not terrible lineup. <laughs> if you think about who like who potentially could still be there, but but we need in that scenario, you need Urias or De Leon to make a leap. That's what I'm talking about. Then yeah. that's that's exactly the key. One of the two, hopefully both. <laughs> my, if we can get if we can coax another 12, 13 wins that I might next year because we had, we had sixteen on the year this year. Great, that's a win. You, that, if you can get him to continually have double digit leads, double digit wins, excuse me, for three or four years, that's a win on that side. Yeah. That you can, you, there's something to work out with Kershaw, Kershaw, Maeda, Urias, or Kershaw, Maeda, Urias, and De Leon. Here's the thing: it's like you're counting on two young guys who I like both of them, Urias they are and De Leon. Like, are they going to be on? They're going to be on pitch counts next year. Yeah, you know, yeah. and it's like, so when do you start these guys? Can you afford to? Have them both stay in extended spring training and not like start their innings clock until mid May. I don't know. Who knows? But yeah. I mean, that would be nice because you would like to maybe have 
some of their innings left in the playoffs. I love what I've seen out of Urias. He battles his competitive competition levels like out to the top. He's somehow he's got the best pickoff move in the league because each pickoff move is a balk and they don't call it. <laughs> Are we sure it's, it's a balk? Like, Have we confirmed this? I, it's a balk. <laughs> I mean, it's a, I don't know no, much but, about balks, but the one I do know is when your foot he's got breaks it. the plane and comes back, you have to go to the plate. He doesn't. And did you see they they were waiting to call it? On when he pitched, really? They, so game was Mike. Four. They were waiting to call that oh, thing. Well, Sean Madden was in the blues ear. Like, Dusty yeah. Baker was uh, like, before, he and he and uh, Roberts are having a little Twitter Twitter feed about yeah. who's gonna balk more. Dodgers oh, are fucking <laughs> national. Who's gonna who's gonna balk more? I was really enjoying it. Who Madden was in this? Madden, <laughs> uh, 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 Roberts, and um, Dusty Baker and Dusty Baker. Uh, excuse me. Yes. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> the um, but we need we can look forward to Nate. Let's see what happens next. The, the outfield has to be solidified. All right. Well, let's start where I want to start okay. with the two biggest free agents out there, which is Kenley and JT. Yeah. You got to think. You have to sign them both. And if you had to pick one, if you had to pick one, you, I think you had to go with Kenley. You need, dominant closers are so few and far between. And especially league. what he did you in have to playoffs. go with Kenley. But is, is that – and especially were you looking at like potentially the role of a closer kind of morphing now with the like success of Miller and the success of like Kenley in the playoffs? It's like – I mean – uh, salary's going to skyrocket for those oh, yeah. guys because it's like better to have a dominant closer than like a number two starter. And number two starters are getting like what twenty million a year. Yeah. So I, I, is is Kenley going to be like I want a five year hundred million dollar deal? And is somebody going to give it to him? Someone will give it to him. Hundred million. Wow. Hundred million. Uh, depending. I, I, Seems a lot. No, his. I, I believe no. His floor is seventy million. I think it's five at seventy, right? I think that's five his floor. That was his floor. That's his maybe floor. three weeks ago. Yeah. Now he's been lights <laughs> out in the playoffs. You know, he's and, the new hybrid closer. A closer who pitches three innings. Wait, what? <laughs> or two and a half innings? I mean, <laughs> and could he go to the Cubs? Could they throw the money at him? Because they may lose Chapman. They, could he go to the Yankees? Well, I, that's where I think Chapman's going back to. I think he's going back to the Yankees? I do. <laughs> Unless, I mean, maybe he really loves it now because they win it in Chicago and he I don't know. with them. But you, you winning up, culture could do a lot You brought up guy. that point. When they pulled him, he was not happy, even though it was the right move for the team. Yeah. And I don't know if the Cubs will like that. Attitude. I mean, I think they maybe, would hate it. He's a fiery guy who wants to stay in the game. That's a gamer. There's, 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 no, he should not be faulted he, for being a gamer. He has now. He has poor like facial attitude, <laughs> and he has poor like mechanism. You can really see when he's angry and stuff. But for being poor in that moment, like you, if they're mad at him for that, they shouldn't be. And, that's and, somebody who and, wants to be there. In his defense, I'm really perceptive, so <laughs> I was able to see it. I don't know if they were able to, but it was a kind of a telling little sign. That. It wasn't because when Lester got pulled from the game. Uh, when he got upset, was that game game one? Yeah, uh, game one. Game one. When he was upset because he thought he got pulled early, he was upset. But he, you can tell he was upset because he was like, no, I, I still got juice left. I'm going to go. I want to take these guys out. Chapman's was a little different. Yeah. It was slightly different than Lester. Yeah. And that's... He's an eye guy. Let's just, let's just call it what it is. He's an eye guy. He's been on a number of teams, and he's he's gotten paid. He's flashy. Look at it. He's a flashy guy, you know? And, you know, he, he will... I feel like he's Jonathan Papelborn. <laughs> I don't know about that. Wow. I don't know about that. Wow. That's he just you know he doesn't uh, he can't doesn't, wait to see like his a, Irish jig. That's a <laughs> whole another like he, level doesn't, crazy. he doesn't speak enough English to be like Papelborn, but I feel like that's who he is. Yeah. Papelborn was the was a, a look at me look he's at me maniac. closer. He's a maniacal <laughs> you, you, <laughs> yeah, closer. You think, a, you think we'll see your oldest uh, choke out Chris Bryant at some point in this World Series? <laughs> <laughs> I think if you did that, I think Cubs fans would actually 
go after Run Chapman. you out of yeah. town. Yeah. 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 I mean, Bryce Hopper needs a choking out now and again. Yeah, I feel like he so, does. No spanking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you, know, you, know, you know what's funny about this whole series? Cubs actually did this without one of their best hitters in Kyle Schwarber. Who's been out? So when he comes back, rumors are he actually went back for a limited platoon role for, for this World Series. But who do you kick out DH. of that lineup? He, he'll just play as DH. No, but but next year because Jason Hayward had, was terrible this year. So who's he the was. catcher now? Henry. Uh, who's the Cubs catcher? Contreras. Uh, Contreras. Henry Contreras. Wilson. Wilson Contreras. Contreras. Yeah. You With know, he, I, mean, he's, I, I still think it's called, that's just Warber. He's solidified enough that roster spot that this is. I mean, yeah, he's just not that good at catcher, so. But no. he rakes. He, he does got rake. you 15 yeah, yeah. 20 he home runs. Rake. He's only been in the league two years. But the, oh, the yeah, other kid is 30 if he gets four. Which McCall is supposed to be a better catcher, right? Amar, what's the other kid they have, the catcher? Uh, Almora Jr. Yeah, he's supposed to be a better actual catcher, right? So maybe Schroeder has a future at first. Maybe I mean, he played a little alpha for him, didn't they? But well, look, before we get well, on that topic, let's talk about. Uh, the Dodgers free agents. And so, Kenley, do we think they're going to resign him? You have or no? to. You have to. Few closers are so few and far between, especially elite closers. You How much is to. too much? Yeah, that's the question. Well, think, it's a tempo well, on the amount of years. Five, five, five of a hundred. Five of a hundred. And he's You're not 20, doing that? He's 29? That he's a year older than right. Kershaw, right? I think he's a year older than Kershaw. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can find out exactly for you. Uh, would you do five at hundred? Would you do five at eighty? I didn't realize his his, his uh, four was seventy. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> would you do his four five at seventy? I mean, I would. <laughs> would I don't do know if his agents would take that. I would. <laughs> How about five at ninety? That's I like that a little bit more than five uh, hundred and five. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I think I nice for going. And now, what's JT command? I mean, he set a, set a personal career high in homers this year. It looks like he'll he, be looking at his own four or five year deal. You know, but he, okay, he's thirty one. I mean, you gotta figure he's gonna want to make at least fifteen a year, at least because he's not making that now. Yeah, you're gonna figure he's gonna want to make at least fifteen, if not more, oh, a yeah. year. Dude, you saw the what Pablo got, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, he's gonna want four at sixty easy. I, f- I think five at eighty. Yeah, five at eighty-five. That maybe? sounds about right. Okay, for Turner, that sounds about right. And so, would you do that? That's about uh, what eight, seventeen. I'm uncomfortable. With, I'm uncomfortable with the five years. I'd rather yeah. do four at sixty. Right. Personally, yeah, he may want to do that. He may want to look at the Dodgers landscape and be like, I st- "He strikes me as a guy that might take the hometown discount." Yeah, he's JT. from yeah, exactly. He's from Orange County. I want to well, say and Long just Beach. Like, he's from Long, Long Beach. Beach. Excuse yeah, me, and see. like played at Cal State Northridge, like for excuse me, Fullerton. You know, he's he's he wants to stay here. But does that mean the Angels are going to swoop by, swoop in, throw him some money? <laughs> That, that's what's scary. They got plenty of holes. <laughs> the yeah. Padres, you'd be funny what uh, money can do, do to a losing team. Mm. Mm. It, it's it's interesting because they need a second baseman somewhere, right? Because Kendrick was only a one year deal too, right? No, was, was it a two year? Kendrick, I believe, is uh, on the hook. I thought it was two year with an option. Let's take a look for the second here. year. Uh, under under contract for next year, <laughs> then I think it's options five million dollar options for eighteen <laughs> and nineteen. Because I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't mind seeing him go. Uh, be honest with you. Yeah, um, Utley, I don't mind seeing go. But he was so. I mean, that's the thing, Utley. He he, his bat was non-existent in the playoffs. But he was there for the whole season. But his fielding was non-existent in the playoffs. Yeah, he was he was not making good plays. Well, he wasn't playing much either. <laughs> but I mean, you have to admit this LA team is different than the the Dodgers teams over the past few years. And I think a lot of that grit factor, the fact that the Los Angeles team actually has grit, came from 
Chase Utley. You know, that's a good point. It came from last year's playoffs against the Mets when he took out the second baseman. He like they established the Utley rule in the offseason. You know, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Kirk Gibson with the, the '88 Dodgers, where he was not always the most well liked person in that locker room. Very like rough. Like Actually, I would as, say, I would say he was probably not liked at all. Yeah, <laughs> very rough, <laughs> tough as nails guys who like was very much a grinder through the season, and he let guys know when they weren't performing. And I wouldn't say Chase is that type of attitude towards guys, but he is that that work ethic, like that work ethic and that leadership. And you know, yes, his feeling was a little not, was not a little was non-existent in the playoffs. But overall, what he does as a whole for the season, as like a glue guy for the team, that goes a long yeah, way. Yeah, but his fielding that goes a his long fielding way. And every locker room, every locker room or clubhouse needs that. But his, everyone, his fielding and hitting is only going to get worse. Right. They don't play him every day. <laughs> they don't play him. Use use him for what you give him as a spot starter. And what he did this year, he grew into the position to be, become the everyday player because of what he did as the spot as the spot starter. Oh yeah. But, so uh, give give him another shot. This see what he can do. This may be he may have found a second career resurgence as this guy. I'd like to see a better second baseman in there. Personally. Yeah. <laughs> he should be starting. That's fine. But we talk about depth for the team. This is a guy who can be a serviceable backup. And that's what the Dodgers need. And honestly, I've soured on Grandall, personally. Yeah. Uh, for all his pitch framing, I mean, he's a 230 hitter. He might get you some jacks, but when, when you need when you need a hit, he's not the guy that you he want. Pretty much said the play. Dodgers in home runs were close to it. Yeah, I know, but in the playoffs, you can't leave 20 men on base. Just, right. I mean, sure statistics, he should have got some of those guys home, just based on... <laughs> <laughs> Like, if he just at least put the ball in play every time, you feel like somebody would have scored at some point. <laughs> There's a lot of figures we pointed at the entire team as, as a collective whole. Specifically, but yeah, Grendel should have most, could, he's got at least two fingers pointed in his direction. <laughs> <laughs> Him, Adrian, I mean, these guys, put, they, they disappeared. They should open on Las Vegas Boulevard for the, <laughs> disappearing after they did. You know, so. I mean, he's arbitration eligible. But, he, he made 2.8 this year. That's going to go up. Oh, yeah. What happens with the outfield? Ethier will be healthy next year, and he's got one more year left. He sure no, does. He should not number. be a Dodger. He should not be a Dodger. I'm sorry, Andre. I love you. I've been a longtime fan. He should not be a Dodger. You're just going to pay him to sit at home? I, I, I'm going to see, I'm gonna see what's, what's available for him. You, know, let's see, let's, let's, let's. <laughs> you, you want to take all these guys that are broken down or have nothing to offer and swing a deal. That doesn't mean he has nothing to offer. He's going to be healthy for the first time. If he can stay healthy, he'll see, we'll see what he can do for a full season. He's making like $18 million. Nobody's oh, going to. 17.5. Yeah, no one's going to take that. Ooh, no one's going to take it. Unless the Dodgers eat a majority of it. Yeah, like which they made, Which they made do. And give, and give away a halfway decent prospect. Yeah, for somebody to take yeah. their man. Or he might be taking a throwaway deal where they eat most of most of, not even giving away prospects. There's a lot that could happen this offseason. A lot. It's a Baseball's a lot about economics. Remember how? Thank you, Mike. You know, remember how a lot of people are getting rid of the guys you don't want anymore. <laughs> you like to do with? I'm Carl the one saying we should keep Chase Utley. No, <laughs> no. I, I yes, I think Chase brings more to the team than Andre Ethier. I think that's clear as day. So, I mean, Ethier actually hit a little bit in the playoffs. <laughs> Not know? really. I mean, he got I mean, a big, he got a couple home, big home run that barely went over. <laughs> it, it, it's. A, I mean, Ethier's a 285 lifetime hitter, right? Roughly somewhere yeah. in that range. I mean. If he's healthy, you might be able to find another home for him. But the, they still have you still have Jacques Puig, Tolls, Ethier. I mean, and then I don't know what's okay. and I don't know what's happening with Reddick. I, I don't think they'll bring Reddick back. Right. So, what do you think Puig's situation is? I think that Braun deal gets done in yeah. the off season. Okay. And I really wish it would have got done this season. Yeah. Because I would have loved to have had Ryan Braun's bat in that lineup. He was hitting yeah. before playoffs. Puig was getting on base. He was hitting. He was showing that he belonged. Oh. I still think, but 
if it came down to I need a guy to get a hit, do you want Puig up there or do you want Ryan Braun up there? Right. It's true. <laughs> Uh, so, gang, we're going to uh, sign off here in a little bit. Uh, anything you want to say before we I just get out say, for the season? Yeah, I just want to say thank you to all the listeners and everyone who wrote to us and like and tuned in. And, you know, we'll, we'll hope we'll be back next year with just more fan interaction, fan interac- interaction and just, like, we do this for you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. And because we like doing it. Yep. Ditto on that. What do you got, Josh? Same thing. Thank you to everybody who uh, listened, who watched. You know, we appreciate it. All the support and love. Definitely felt it. Yeah. Felt it. And next year, let's see uh, see what happens in the offseason. There's a lot to be excited for for this team. As it, as it lay now, even though it's a little bit of a sad show, there's a lot to look forward to looking at the roster as is right now. Yeah, what do we got about... 13 weeks still pitches and catches to 12 weeks <laughs> something like that yeah. <laughs> someone's got a spring training hat on <laughs> this is it this the, the, is the it. baseball season never ends by the way if you get a chance to go to spring training in Arizona I highly recommend it I was there last year it, it was amazing it was amazing yeah. well there you go fellas uh, yeah thank you guys all for listening hanging with us all season and uh, keep an eye for us at the end of March next year alright for Hunter Marks and Joshua Gershon thank you guys Thank you. Unfortunately, the Dodgers couldn't win it for Vin. Vin, we'll miss you, buddy. Enjoy retirement. Go Dodgers. Go Dodgers. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.